in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking that we could pull, I don't know, Hall of Famer. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. There is nothing more fun than opening an Arena Club slab pack. I mean, it is so much better than any mystery pack that I've ever purchased because there is a focus on transparency. There is a display of available cards. There are hit rates you can get. When you're graded, you're given a rationale. It is the marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, and displaying. Arena Club Slab Packs are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. Whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash badmoney. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack, that's $40 right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash badmoney for 10% off your first purchase. I love to track progress. As you guys know from listening to this show, I'm constantly tracking my progress. What have we done so far in 2024? And spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans like for a car or a home. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. That's right, you can build your credit using your own money. Get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. With a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. Fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualified direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. Access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Easily find one near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money. Use Chime to pay anyone, Chime members or not, and cash out your money fee-free. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started at Chime.com slash bad money. That's Chime.com slash bad money. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. You may know Jacob Goldstein as the former host of the Planet Money podcast. Now he's combining his expertise about money and business with his passion for technology on a brand new podcast called What's Your Problem? What's Your Problem is a show about people who are facing some of the biggest challenges in modern business and the problems they have to solve along the way. They're asking questions like, how do you get people to buy houses on the internet? How do you build cars that can truly drive themselves? How do you take a drone delivery business you've built in Rwanda and make it work in North Carolina? In the preview, Jacob chats with Ramon Von Meer, the owner of a company 
company called Alpha Paw. Three years ago, he bought Alpha Paw for $300,000. Since then, he's sold over $30 million worth of the product, which just happens to be dog ramps for dachshunds. Yes, he bought a company that makes tiny ramps that allow wiener dogs to get up and down from the couch. Jacob and Ramon talk about a struggle many entrepreneurs are facing right now. How do you grow a niche business when a pandemic blows up your supply chain? Make sure you listen to the preview of Jacob and Ramon's conversation. You can hear more of What's Your Problem wherever you get your podcasts. So maybe just to start, can you just like off the top of your head list a bunch of the businesses that you've started in your life? Oh, okay. Yes. Um, That's a lot. I'm Jacob Goldstein, and this is What's Your Problem? The show where we talk to entrepreneurs and engineers about the future they're going to build once they solve a few problems. My guest today is Ramon Van Meer. He's been starting companies since he got kicked out of high school in the Netherlands more than 20 years ago. A lot of companies. Um, A construction company, an online piñata website, (laughs) a soap opera blog, a YouTube channel, um, festivals in Vegas. What else? What else? Oh, I did an online travel company. And at the moment, Ramon runs an e-commerce company that has sold tens of millions of dollars of ramps for dachshunds like little ramps that let wiener dogs get up and down from the couch. As it turns out, Ramon's online wiener dog ramp business is going through a lot of the same problems that lots and lots of other businesses are going through right now. We'll get to those problems in a couple minutes, but it's worth talking a little bit about how Ramon got here. He didn't start the wiener dog ramp business from scratch. A few years back, he bought an existing online wiener dog ramp company for around $300,000. The company was actually called Sausage Dog Central at the beginning. So they were really Uh, leaning into the wiener dog market. Exactly. The wiener dog market. And, um, but I love the idea because it really, it solves an actual problem for a targeted audience. Uh So I bought this business instead of starting it. And, um, the previous owners built an amazing product. But they were not internet marketers. So there was a lot of low-hanging fruit that I saw that I can, hey, I can just, you know, improve conversions or I can do X, Y, Z to increase uh-huh. revenue. So uh, so it's kind of like a house that's like a nice house in a good neighborhood, but the paint's peeling off and the roof needs a patch. And so you can get a deal on it and fix it up and make it worth a lot more. And that's funny you say, because I use that same example all the time. Their website was very old, not pretty. The copy was not great. It was very difficult to navigate. It was very slow. Um, So I thought, okay, we can just redesign it for fairly cheap, hire a copywriter to make the copy and, and make better pictures. That will for sure increase the conversion rate, like more people will buy once they're on the website. And did you also change the sort of commerce kind of backbone of it, the way the actual commerce back end of the site works? Yeah. So we switched to Shopify. To you, like I'm sure it's like Google or whatever, but most people don't know what Shopify is. And yet it's this giant force on the internet, right? Just talk for a minute about Shopify. Yeah. It's basically anyone can set up your own store and start selling products within a matter of hours. I think that is their mission, right? Uh That my mom, without knowing anything to code, could basically within a couple hours set up her own store and start selling whatever she wants to sell. And and it's giant, right? What was, there was some metric I heard recently 
that there were more visits to Shopify sites than to Amazon over the last quarter or something. Like it's like certainly billions of dollars in revenue flowing through the businesses. Shopify is actually on a mission to really compete with Amazon. Uh-huh. And they're that's why Shopify right? sort of shockingly. they're succeeding. It's really especially the last year, and you know maybe this is a good pivot into like the e-commerce you know world in the last year. How much has changed it actually in in the last twelve months? Yeah, tell um, me. Yeah, um, what has changed for most? What, what has changed? Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, has changed for the worst for a lot of um, e-commerce, including ourselves. So. Mm-hmm. On one hand, the supply chain has dramatically changed and we're still in it. But because with COVID, there was a huge backlog of containers coming from overseas to a point where there were over 100 container ships stuck at sea waiting in front of Los Angeles port. So that's the macro story. What does it mean to you? What does it mean to your dog ramp business? So that means for me and a lot of companies is that we were not able to get inventory or if we ever got inventory, huge delays instead of, you know, Uh waiting a month, it took three to four months. But most importantly, the prices of getting our product to our warehouse uh, went up like for us 10x. We used to pay 2500 to get one container from Asia to uh, the United States. We got quoted 29000 That's just for shipping, to be clear. A container just full for, of, of dog ranks. Cor- correct. And there's no – I have to pay it. Like yeah. I have to choose between not being able to sell something or – you know, just pay these fees. And that's just one. So just to be clear, this show is called What's Your Problem? And we're definitely into the what's your problem portion yes. of the interview. So what are you doing about the supply chain problem? Can you do anything about that? Yeah. So we uh, we moved our manufacturing to Mexico. Oh, interesting. Um, interesting. Yeah. From Asia? So, it was in China before? Or where was mm-hmm. it before? We used China and Vietnam, okay. uh, both countries. So, okay, the supply chain problem, that's one big problem that you and like every other importer and exporter on the planet are dealing with. Um, And like a lot of other companies, you're moving production to Mexico. What else? What else do you got? What other problems are you working on? On the marketing side, we had Apple make an update to their, you know, operating system called the iOS 14 update, where it makes it more difficult for e-com or for online businesses to target um, their potential audience. Uh-huh. And, and just to be clear, like that was basically to make privacy settings stronger for users, right? For me, as like an iPhone user, reader of the news, what that like Apple does some update and it basically makes it easier for me to opt out of being tracked so intensely by like Facebook. But we also know that that, that iOS update from Apple, it wound up costing Facebook billions of dollars in lost ad revenue because they could no longer track users like me so so intensively. And then for you, it means it's suddenly harder for you to uh, target someone who is whatever, who is a wiener dog owner and is worried about their dog's spine, you know, to target exactly the customer you want to target with your ads. What do you do about that yeah. problem? Yeah, and that's a tough problem. And everybody, a lot of e-commerce are trying to figure that out. We're looking at, you know, okay, what, where else can we put our marketing dollars? Can we do YouTube? Can we do TikTok? Can we, you know, we're all trying different things. Um, we we are 
allocating some of our ad budget to influencers. That's been working well for us. Okay. So like wiener dog influencers? Is there like the wiener dog queen of Instagram or something who you're sponsoring now? Yeah. Like funny, like there's, yeah, you have, you have no idea. I have no idea. Dog have Instagram, how many Instagrams about dogs are, meaning like Uh dog Instagram, like Uh an actual, you so know, the influencers you're sponsoring are dogs. Are you sponsor? How many dogs are you sponsoring? We, well, we have a lot. <laughs> like, I think we're working with. We're, well, we're working with 400 influencers, and a majority of them are actually not a person, but it's actually a, a, a dog. <laughs> and um, some of them have over a million followers, and wow. it's just an account of a specific dog, you know, Ru- Rudy, the dog fluencer, the wiener. Dog fluencer? Yeah. Is there one dog fluencer that's like killing it for you? That's going to save your business? No, it's, it's because it's always, it's, it does well in the beginning, but after a couple of times, right? Like their audience have seen our ads and then oh, you know, that the makes it hard. Goes down. Right. So right. that makes it hard. You always have to find new influencers and new, you know, um, actually, the big takeaway is pivoting actually away from ramps. The big problem with the ramps was like, okay, ramp, it's a one-time product. Sometimes a person buys another one for the bed, but there is a ceiling. There is technically going to be a day where I sold all the ramps, <laughs> all, you know, there's good, every wiener dog will have a ramp in the house, right? And then, there's, and then your the business is, is finished, right? Then there's no more <laughs> wiener dogs to sell ramps to. You got to close up shop. Yeah. And so we are still going to sell ramps, but it actually, we, six months ago, we really started to pivot to dog food. So dog food, the lifetime value is, is, is a metric that is used often in e-commerce. It's like the lifetime value of a dog food customer is so much higher, meaning- It's um, thousands of dollars, right? It's a dog owner yeah. and presumably- most people who have dogs, when their dog dies, they get another dog, right? So if I buy dog food from you and I live for another 40 years, I'm worth tens of thousands of dollars in dog food sales to you. Exactly. Versus, okay. so the, the amount of work to acquire you as a customer is more or less the same if I'm selling a ramp or I'm selling food. Uh-huh. It's a little bit more difficult in food because it's more, like, it's a little bit more tricky. Yeah. But in essence, you it's like, the amount of work, I need a product, I need a website, I need a warehouse, yeah. I need, you know, customer service, I need ads. All these things are the same if I sell ramp or food. But if I do all this work and try and sell and focus more on food, the return on my time and return on investment is so much higher because, you know, you're going to keep coming back every two weeks yes. or every month. Ramon's company is called Alphapaw, and this is just part of our conversation. We didn't have time here to play you the part about how earlier in his career, he started a soap opera blog from scratch and sold it for $9 million. Also, by the way, he has still never watched a soap opera in his life. To hear the soap opera story from Ramon and lots of other great stories from other entrepreneurs and engineers, please check out my new podcast. It's called What's Your Problem? I'm Jacob Goldstein, and I really hope you will check out What's Your Problem? 